Grand Rising, happy people, great day, great day, and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business Call. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, of marketing, and, of course, money. My name is Tracy Walker. I am your gracious host, and we do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any of your major live streaming platforms, your favorite ones, whether it's iTunes, or iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all those amazing places. Head over and do a search and just subscribe. We really, really, really appreciate your support. And I have a very special VIP podcast community that come the fourth quarter of the year. That's right, starting in October some amazing things we're going to be doing and sharing with that very private, exclusive community. So if you'd like to be part of my VIP Mind Your Business Podcast Club, go ahead and text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. What an amazing day to talk about money. Now, every day in my world is really a great day to talk about money, but today I want to talk a little bit to my parents. I want to talk a little bit um, more closely to even even more specifically my moms out there. In case you didn't know, I am a single mom. My son is eight years old. He is the biggest blessing I have ever received in my life. I absolutely love him more than life itself. And I know that if you are a parent, more than likely you may feel the same exact way about your children, okay, or about your child. And the the whole money piece, I think, is so critical when it comes to our children and them learning the concepts and the true value of money very, very early. You know, for me, growing up in the inner city of Chicago, um, you know, what I learned about money from from my household, from my mom, um, both of my parents were together until I was about five years old, and then my parents separated. And so um, I would go to my dad's house on the weekends, and I was there uh, for a while until he moved to Atlanta, and then I would come and visit him in Atlanta in the summers. But the things that I can remember about money being taught in my household, primarily from my mom as I got older, because she was the primary parent, was through observation. It wasn't that she said anything. It was when I look back, I understand the power of observation, that your children see what you do, okay? They hear what you say, too, obviously. But everything that you do has a lasting impact. They can internalize that, right, through, through – it's almost like on-the-job training, right? They're watching you, and they do what they see you do. So what I learned from my mom through observation was that um, – you didn't have to have a lot of money to make it, and you should work really hard and struggle and fight for it. 
That's what I learned. Now, I'm not saying that my mom, um, let me say what I am saying is that my mom was amazing. I loved my mom. My mom passed away in 2003. She had lung cancer. But my mother, I love her so much. And my mom was a great mom. Like, there's nothing that I have to say bad about my mom. You know what I'm saying? There was no, there's no, oh, my mom did this, my mom did that. In my world, in my experience, my mom was absolutely phenomenal, A+. plus. But she did the best she could, as I look back, in terms of what she learned about money. So she just taught me what she knew, and so she just did what she did, and I just watched her do it. And I picked up on it, and I learned how to do it too. So what did I learn? I learned that you didn't have to have a lot. You just had to be grateful, which is not a bad thing. It's actually really, really, it's the the most important thing, ironically. Um, But you should struggle for it. You should work hard, and, um, you know, you should – you should have to rob Peter to pay Paul because there's never enough. And since there's never enough, you have to go without and sacrifice and all these different things. So I learned that subconsciously, right? I didn't know I learned that until later on in life, right, when, when things got tough for me. Now, I always said, oh, I'm going to have a lot of money because my mom, I'm an only child, right? So my mom, whenever the house is to be cleaned up, it was me. Whenever she got upset, it was me. Whenever this or that, it was me. It was me. It was me. All eyes on me. <laughs> All eyes on me. And so things that I used to say as a child, that I'm going to get me a maid so I don't have to clean up all the time. That was a true story, right? And I do have a housekeeper, by the way. I, got, I started having a housekeeper when I got married, actually, right, because we just had so much going on and so much stuff. But I've always said I'm going to have a housekeeper because just cleaning up all the time, every day, is like it's insane. So, no, I didn't really want to do that. Can I clean up? Yes. Will I clean up? Absolutely. But I still was like, I want the responsibility. I would rather pay somebody else to do that than me just constantly every week be trying to figure out how to fit this in my schedule. So I did that. Um, The other thing was she never really said, she never really said phrases that I remember, such as money doesn't grow on trees. I can't remember her saying things like that. Maybe she believed it, maybe she didn't, maybe she did say it a couple times, but it wasn't like I, I recall her saying that and that it, it, it was ingrained in my head. It wasn't. So, so really I learned by watching and observing her, but as I got older and then I went to college and then um, I graduated, you know, money was important to me. Like I always wanted to have money, always, always, I was going to have money. So I had, you know, I had a job coming out of college, um, not my career, career job, but I, you know, I kind of worked a little bit, not through college, but once I graduated, uh, I did work for Progressive Insurance. I was an auto adjuster, so I did get my license for insurance and that. And then I did get my career job, and I moved to Atlanta from Tallahassee because I went to Florida A&M University. And when I got my job here, I just stacked my money. I stacked, I stacked. I lived with my dad and my stepmom at that time, and I was able to stack a lot of my money. I still did have responsibilities and bills but I had to stack, 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 and I did very well. I started a business, 
after my job laid me off, and I did good. Then I had to move back to Chicago because my mother was diagnosed with the lung cancer. And so I moved back to Chicago, and I kept with this business. And then I got back with my, my um, high school sweetheart. We then got married. We then had a successful real estate business. And my whole thing was we have to stack money. We have to stack money. We have to save it because anything can happen. I learned to save more than anything. I didn't learn to invest too much, but I learned I knew how to make money and I knew how to save it. That's what I did. And then when the real estate crash took place, we burned through the savings. Thank God we had a savings. My ex-husband used to play professional baseball, so he was used to a certain life, especially being drafted out of when we um, kind of the high school got drafted at 17. So he was used to having money and contract money, right, and, and doing something that he loved to do and the money always being there. So he was more of a spender. I wasn't that much of a spender. So between he and I, there were battles constantly about money being spent, 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 spent. And I'm like, we need to save, 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 save. And he's like, money got to be spent. And those things were right what he was saying. But the discipline around how he was doing it, I couldn't, I couldn't get with it. And we would argue about things like that. That's one of the biggest things. It's like, stop spending so much money, <laughs> right? And he's like, you just want to stay, you don't want to spend nothing. And it was true. We were like polar opposites from, from that standpoint at that time. At that time, we learned as we got older. But at that time in our 20s, it was like, what are you talking about, girl, right? And I'm like, boy, you out of control. <laughs> um, but I learned how to save, okay? And now being a mother, I can look back over the holistic journey thus far, and I can say, okay, these are the things that I can pull from my mother, from my childhood experience, but these are the things that I can pull from my own experience in business, from my own experience in having a lot of money, from my own experience from losing a lot of money, from my own experience in getting a lot of money back right, from my own experience in working with other people and having employees and having office space and having, you know, payroll taxes and having all these different things in terms of running a business, I can now look back as a mother and say, okay, here's what I am going to do with my child while he's young. Completely different. Like, I don't think my mother was like, hey, let me sit you down. Let me talk to you about money and how you can do this and do that. Like, we didn't have that. It was just she worked her butt off. We did the things we needed to do. She made sure I was in dance class, whatever. Her and my dad worked that out. I don't know who paid for it. All I know, I, I went, okay? Um, but I do know she took me every, every day, dang near every day of the week, dance was my jam. Dance was my thing. I danced all the way from five years old all the way through college. I danced at a dance theater in college. Like, I love dance. Now, I don't get to do it so much now because um, I'm just running around doing a whole bunch of other stuff. I would love to get back into some dance and train. I'm sure I'm so out of whack. Like, I could probably probably do a split right now. <laughs> right? That's so amazing to me. Like, how could you not do a split? I've been doing splits all my life. I've been doing kicks and leg lifts my whole entire life, and I'm like, I can barely touch my toes without bending my knees. <laughs> okay, um, slight digression, okay? If you feel me, you feel me, all right? But the money, the children. So I say, you know, I'm going to handle things differently when it comes to my child, my son, in reference to his experience with money. Yes, he's never seen his mother work a job because 
I mean, since 2002, I've always been an entrepreneur. It's been 20 years this year. My son's eight. So obviously he was born into me being in entrepreneurship. He has never seen anything other than me work from home, and he goes to conferences, and we travel, and there's events. He's seen me speak on stage and in workshops and on webinars and on Zooms and, you know, all types of small meetings and big meetings, and he's learned that. I mean, his, his, his teachers at school have said, oh, he's a great reader. He's a good presenter, right? So he's learned some things just by watching because I don't necessarily teach him the skill of presenting, but he watches it so much that if he has to get up to present, he knows how to open up the conversation, right? He knows how, and that's amazing to me. Kind of the same way I learned how to the money from my mom, just watching her. You know what I'm saying? So here's the deal, the money and the child. I decided I was going to teach him things deliberately, and differently. And so I had an idea. I had an idea that I shared with him because he always wants money for Roblox. He always wants money for V-Bucks, which is on Fortnite. He always wants money for, you know, um, uh, ice cream at school or a popsicle or, you know, whatever is going on, hot dogs on Friday, chips, okay, and, and, and there's nothing wrong. I, I, I give him the money most of the time, right, to do it. Not all the time because like, you don't need it today. You get it, you know, every Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever. I give it to him most of the time. But we're at a point now where I've, over the past probably four or five months, I've been explaining to him, okay, Josiah, it's time that you start earning your own money. And he would ask, like, why can't I get paid for my chores like some of my friends do? And in my mind, this is me personally. In my mind, I don't think you should get paid for a chore. I, I mean, because it's what you have to do. Like, I have to pay the bills in my house. Like, I, <laughs> nobody pats me on the back because I'm responsible, right? I, mean, I have to make sure that we eat, okay? Nobody, Tracy, great job. Here's an extra $20 for taking care of you and your son. Like, there, there's no getting paid because you take out the trash, that's what you're supposed to do. That is a responsibility, Josiah, that you have in our house. Nobody is going to pay you because you cleaned up your place when you got done eating and you put your fork in the sink, you rinsed out your bowl. Okay? Nobody is going to pat you on the back for the things that you are supposed to do. That is the way I see it. So I don't see the value in paying children for what they're supposed to do. Now, running a business, though, that's a whole different ballgame. And that has been my focus. And he knows that he has to have a business and generate income, and that's the way he's going to do it. Not because mom's going to pay you to take out the trash. I'm not going to do that. But working in your business, you're going to earn money. Okay? So I shared with him an idea that I had about a workshop that he could do for children, and he loved it. And I know exactly how to get it going for him. I know exactly how to help him with it. I know exactly how to get things moving. And in my, in my honest prediction, I believe that Josiah would be able to generate in his business probably somewhere close to five or $6,000 before he even does the, does the workshop for his business. I, because of the way things will be set up and because of how I know the model works. 
I believe he'll be able to do that. And he looked at me when I shared with him the result that we're going to target. He was like, oh, my God, I'll be able to buy so many Robux and so many V-Bucks. I said, well, wait, time out. Time out, Captain. I said, if you think you're going to spend five or $6,000 on V-Bucks and Robux, brother, uh, you need to rethink that plan. I'll give you a couple. You can have a couple hundred dollars to do some things that you want to do. But this money, no, 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 no. Then we can get you going on your investment. He watches me trade. He understands trading. He's been understanding trading to an extent since 2017. He was four years old writing on a whiteboard demonstrating what an uptrend looks like. I've got the video. I've got receipts. He's on a video explaining what a downtrend looks like, what consolidation looks like. He understands the concepts and the general perspective of what's happening. He knows what candles are. He knows how to place copy and paste trades. He helps me do that. He gets that part. He's got to learn strategy, but he knows the mechanics around that. It's not that hard to do. You just take this number over here and paste this number over there. He's got it. He knows where to get the information. And I've shared with him he's got to put some of his money so that it can multiply. Why? Because mommy knew how to save, but mommy wasn't taught how to invest. Had I been investing most of the money that I caught myself saving, even when I needed to use the money that I was saving, I would have multiplied that money to such an extent that there would still have been more there. If it's just spending what I had saved, it didn't grow, and now I'm out of money all over again, broke after saving so much for a rainy day, and then the rainy day hits, and then you have to go in and get your, quote, unquote, umbrella, your money, and then when it stops raining, uh, you're done. You're done because you did it wrong. Right idea, execute it wrong. So I say you got to put some for your investments. It's just Okay. And the other day we were talking about it, and I said, oh, my goodness, because he asked me for something. And I said, you know what? I said, we need to hurry up. He said, oh, yeah, we need to hurry up and do my business, do my workshop. And I knew then he listened, and he was excited. He said, oh, yeah, because I got to hurry up and do my workshop, right? You going to help me? I got you, bro. I got you. The excitement to have a business, the excitement to offer something of value, the excitement to help make somebody else's life better in an area that you care about and that people like you care about, and your ability to demonstrate your willingness to offer. See, in this world, you've got to make offers. Real offers, and I'm talking about these little skimpy offers where people, you know, you, you offering them the, the weakest thing and then you want them to pay the most amount of money, none of because you don't really, no, no, no. I'm talking about a true passion to help people do better. And you offer them a way to do better. You offer them a way to, um, you offer them a way to literally change some things in their life. And in exchange for that, there's money. How much can you do that? How much can you teach your children that? And then if he can do it once, he can do it twice. What if he could do it four times a year? What if he could do it four times a year? 
Wouldn't that be amazing? He's eight. Couldn't he put some stuff up for investing? He can have a cash flowing business. He could do it eight times a year. Really. He could do it eight times a year. He'd be making more than most people out here working a job at 40 years old. Because he knows the strategy. He would know the skill, and he wouldn't be exchanging time for money. But he would know the value, and he would understand how to earn money. My child likes stuff. Okay, he could get that from his mama. He likes stuff, and he likes nice stuff. He wants nice cars. He wants mansions. We be on Instagram, and he's looking at mansions. We save mansions to our dream home folder. Like, he gets it. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong to want more and better and luxury and live a lifestyle that you can envision yourself living. If someone doesn't see what you see, that's okay. They are responsible for their own life and their own experience. And if they want to continue to live mediocre, mediocre, that's okay. If they want to continue to live impoverished, that's okay. And if somebody wants to live rich, wealthy, and financially free, that should be okay too. It's all about what the individual wants. My child wants what he's been exposed to. He's seen beautiful hotel suites, six-star hotel suites in Dubai. He's seen things where his mind has been expanded. He can't go back. So it's my responsibility to show him how to not, uh, well, I won't just give him these things, but how to earn these things and build things and how to make offers and understanding business and negotiations on his own at eight such that by the time he's 10, he's 12, he's 15, he's already a millionaire. You see, that's my goal for my child. And I want you to consider setting your children up for success too. I want you to consider, huh, what if I taught my child something different than what I was taught, huh, what if I actually passed on, learned a skill and passed on information that helped my legacy to change trajectory in such a way that there was wealth being built this generation, the next generation, and the next generation versus everybody just still working jobs, complaining, and whether you're middle class or not, it doesn't matter because middle class doesn't even exist hardly anymore. We've been saying for years they're wiping out the middle class, and some of you guys are still looking around confused like you don't understand that. You're still looking around confused because you can't see right now you're living in it. It's, but it's like watching grass grow. It's like you're right there in it, and because it's your life and there's no span of time for you right now, you don't see the difference in the last 10 years and the next 10 years, which would make it a span of 20 years because you're in it. You're not keeping up with the numbers. You're not looking at it from a business aerial perspective. You're looking at it from being in the forest. You can't see the forest for the trees. So creating something that brings about greater wealth and generational wealth to your family is going to start with you if it hasn't started already. It starts with you. What are you going to learn different? What are you going to do different? What are you going to teach different? 
what are you going to be more of an advocate for? For me, it is making sure that my son is set up where it's not just a subconscious, oh, watch my mom work, we travel, we this, we that, and he not fully understand how we're able to do those things, but also show him how he can generate money in doing the things that he likes to do around topics that he loves to talk about and in areas that he loves to help people with and people want help in and how he can become a child expert on things that he is already an expert on, in his opinion, in my opinion, and as children. Hey, even as an adult, there's something you're an expert in because of the experience that you have up to this point, and there's a group of people who don't know as much as you in that area. I feel that's the same with everyone. At his age, there's a group of kids that don't understand, that aren't as advanced as him in certain areas, and he can teach them. Is he looking to teach people that's, that have greater knowledge than him in the area? No, but he's looking to teach the people that don't have as much. You always reach behind and pull up. You reach behind you and you pull up. There's something you know that others don't, and they want to know. So you teach them. And as you move forward, they move forward. And as you expand, they expand. And if you're studying the people in front of you and there's people that are behind you that's studying you, guess what? The whole chain of people expand and they grow and they move forward. So that's where we are, children, money, and businesses. Teach your children how to start a business. And if you don't know how to start a business, then you've got to first learn how to start a business. You're the primary responsibility. You're the, you're the hero. You're the role model. And if you don't know how and you don't know the, the mechanics of it, then either you go learn how to do it or you better go hire yourself somebody, a coach or somebody to help you and your child because if you don't, you are, you are putting a cookie-cutter stamp on their next 20, 30 years that look just like yours. And half of you guys aren't happy with yours, so why would you want to duplicate that across your children? because you want them to be miserable too in 20 years, because you don't know what to do, well, I am giving you some instructions on what to do. Learn a new skill. Learn something valuable in business and teach it to your children. Or hire a coach, someone who can help you. There are tons of people out here who are in the business of helping you start a business. Find somebody. Do the research. And get your kids in front of the information. It's the only way you're going to change the trajectory of your family legacy and your name. Children in business is amazing. And why can't your child be one of those amazing stories and amazing people? My goal is for my son to create an amazing life for himself because of what he knows in his mind, not necessarily what he can do with his hands and exchange his time for money. How can he create and generate residual and passive income, not be a slave to, oh, I need it right now, so let me go to work for 40 hours, and then let me come back and get my check. Like, no. No control over that. So that is my deal for today. That's what I want you to take and put in your pocket. Help your children to elevate and build businesses 
that will generate the income that they desire for the lifestyle they can envision for themselves. And do it now. Do it now, do it now, do it now. But they can grow into the idea of it, and it becomes part of who they are, and it's not something you're trying to make them do. I hope today brought some valuable information, some gems to you. Maybe you picked up something I was able to drop down for you. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business call, where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset marketing and, of course, money. We do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please subscribe from, uh, to, the, to the podcast uh, on any of your major live streaming platforms, iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, all those great places. Also, would love for you to be a part of our exclusive VIP podcast community. All you have to do is text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And before we completely let everybody go, be sure to head over to my website, www.winwithtracy.com. Again, that's www.winwithtracy.com. Get access to the podcast um, feed there. You can check out. You can subscribe there. Get access to my free video, Saving Money is Dumb. I just told you guys the story about how I grew up learning how to save and why it's, uh, you know, uh, why I found it to not be valuable to save, okay? And, and I break down a whole bunch of different things that are important, like our financial system and literally why it is not a good idea to save. It's actually dumb to do it. And um, what the smart people the smart money people are doing instead, okay? This is what they're doing specifically instead. And so I want to thank you for your time. Thanks for jumping on and tuning in with me on this podcast call. I will see everyone same time, same line on tomorrow. Make today a phenomenal day, a fantastic day, and make it full of love, peace, abundance, prosperity, health, wealth, and joy. Great day, guys.